The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Watching that uh, that news conference, Scott Elliott, the wildfire commander. I'm looking at him, going, he looks really, really familiar. Uh, I went to grade eight with him, and we went to high school together for years and years. Isn't that uh, odd sometimes when people just kind of pop up and you haven't seen them in in forever? Well, since we graduated in 1989. But anyway. Keep up the hard work, Scott, and to your team. Um, this is an incredible story out of Mournville, where a mom is recovering after jumping from her home with her seven-month-old baby in her arms. Amber Dyke woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, her house was on fire. She and her baby were trapped on the second story. It was getting hotter and hotter. Her dogs had passed out. She opened the window to hold her baby outside so he could get some fresh air. And that is when she heard someone tell her she needed to jump. And she did. Amber joins me now. Hi, Amber. Hi. Oh, my goodness. What a story. And what what's some terrifying moments. Can you take me back to that uh, early morning? Was it just after 4 o'clock in the morning when you woke up and you saw uh, a flicker? And, and, and what went through your mind? Um, I was obviously sleeping. I, uh, I, I have no idea what woke me. We have an ensuite bathroom um, that had no door, and we always had a, um, a streetlight that was shining through, and it just drove me nuts. But <laughs> when I looked up um, through the window, I saw like a candle flicker. That's, it was that yellow glow, and um, so I, I immediately got up. I went to check the uh, the stairs, the top of the stairs, which go right down to the main, the main door, and that's when I seen smoke just bellowing through the, um, the door frame. And I immediately went back and I grabbed my son from his crib and went and immediately called nine one one. And we were told to go back to our bedroom, um, stay low. So I got between our bed and the wall, uh, where the the, the window was that we eventually jumped. Um, so I heard the window starting to crack oh when I looked gosh. up, it was starting to crack and then I ducked back down and I heard it blew out and then everything just went black with smoke. I could not see anything. Um, every breath that I took just felt like I was breathing fire. That's, um, I knew the window was right above us. So I, uh, my son was starting to struggle to breathe. He was kind of flailing around and. I knew that if I was struggling, he yeah. was definitely struggling. So I pushed the the screen open and I held him out there, praying to God that I wouldn't drop him because it was a deck. We had a deck below us and a, um, a barbecue. And uh, I just started screaming and screaming and screaming. So and Amber, when you were on the phone with with nine one one, you know you you know from the time you called, you were in the house until you made that that decision to jump. What was it like ten fifteen minutes? It was about fifteen minutes. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that long. But when I had gone back to my phone, I, I threw my phone out the window <laughs> um, just before we jumped. I'm not sure why, but um, 
when I had gone back a few days later in the hospital, I was on the phone for 13 minutes before the call ended. Oh my gosh! And so, I mean, you're you're there and you're talking about everything. The the, the window goes out. Everything gets uh, gets black. You're like breathing fire, and you make this choice. You know, you're holding your baby outside so he can get some air. I, I can't even imagine what was going through your mind, Amber. Do you? Was it just fear? Were you trying to figure, okay, what the hell am I going to do here? What was going on? In, what was going on in your head? Pretty much, um, for the longest time, I I don't know if it was denial or disbelief, but I it just it didn't seem real. Um, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then and then yeah, fear. When I was on the phone and uh, with the. Uh, dispatch there he just kept saying help us on the way help us on the way and it just felt like forever yeah and when I heard that window blow out and it became difficult to breathe I knew I mean we live in a small town it's um the firefighters are voluntary yeah so I knew for it was going to take a bit of time and I was like I if I stay here we're not going to make it so that's when I started screaming and I didn't even see anyone I just heard you have to jump now so you heard this voice and this was your neighbor Jeff this was he he had just gotten up to go he's a paramedic he just got up to go to work and saw the flames and heard screaming and that's whose voice you heard that is yeah that's that's the voice that I heard jump and I, I didn't even think twice I remember um sticking my left leg out um holding Damon as tight as I could onto my chest and pushing off with my left leg and hitting hitting ground. Okay, you know oh, what? I actually, I hit the barbecue and then I hit the deck. <laughs> oh, well. Amber, I mean, this story and you're telling it and I'm thinking about it and I've got like tears in my eyes, um, you know, because I, I can't imagine, you know, this fear and, and this decision to, to jump out of the window with your baby, with your seven-month-old baby cradled, like, in your arms. Now, I mean, I guess, you know, you're trying to make sure that he's going to be okay. You yeah. jumped. It was quite the fall. And yeah. and you believe you hit the barbecue on the way down? Yes, I I know. I have actually, I went back to the house for some closure um, a couple of days ago, and I definitely, without a doubt, hit the barbecue. It's the, yeah, there's my body print on it. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so your neighbor who told you to jump in, because he said, you know, he'd been to different fires and knew, like yeah. saw the house and knew that you didn't have much time. And he dragged yeah. you and Damon, uh, along with another neighbor, away from the fire into the ambulance, right? Yes, he had taken us off the deck um, shortly after I landed. Um, I I knew I hurt something. (laughs) My first reaction was to move my feet and my toes, and they worked. So I I was like, okay, I'm not paralyzed. And then when I went to push back, um, it was just the most awful pain, and Mm -hmm. I I was just frozen. Um, When I looked up, the curtain um, to our bedroom was now on fire. And it was waving above us, and embers were starting to fall. And I could feel the heat and the flames coming from the side of the house. And so I started screaming again, um, knowing that I physically could not move. Yeah. I'm like, this is not, I did not do this for to end here. Like, And yes, that's when um, I, I honestly didn't even see Jeff at first. Um, I just 
felt myself being dragged off the deck and he brought us to the backyard. Um, I guess he didn't realize that I had Damon with me and uh, he immediately took him um, and that's when another uh, ambulance had arrived so he went to go get him checked out and then he came back and another fellow neighbor, his name is Alex, I can't quite remember his last name but I think he was a couple doors down and uh, they had picked me up and brought me um, between the neighboring house and then um, that's when they put me on the on the board and brought me to the ambulance. Amber, that's one heck of a way to meet your neighbors. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Had you I met Because you hadn't met them before. Did... No, I have not. I, have, I haven't even um, seen Jeff in person. I did speak to him on the phone. Um, that was actually on my to-do list today or tomorrow is to go and personally personally thank him because ultimately it was if he didn't say jump I I don't know I'm sure I would have but I don't know if I would have that quickly that moment how in the world now you're injured and 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 you're recovering we'll get to that in a second but Damon your baby was absolutely fine he was completely he didn't even cry when we landed and immediately that was concerning for me so when I when I tried to make sure he was okay he just I was kind of you know, poking him and stuff. And <laughs> when I looked down, he was just kind of watching the embers and like kind of distracted. And then he pushed my hand away. And I was like, okay. How did? How were and you then, holding him? Like, how did you hold him so tight that you were able to to keep holding I, on to him that he didn't bounce out? I have no idea. I I have no idea. Like, I know so- he was against my chest, and his head and um, back were against my chest. And I just remember both arms embracing, and and we jumped. Wow! Um, and uh, you injured your back. You've had you had quite the back injury there. Uh, you yes. spent some time in hospital, but you're doing okay now. Yes, I am. Um, I'm recovering. I'm. I have a lot of mobility. Um, the doctors were extremely shocked that I don't have any de- deficits. Um, no neurological. Um, I did break my. Um, my L1 vertebrae, so I do have um, T12 to L3 all fused together. So, wow. um, yeah, I do have a bit of a, and I broke my toe, which is <laughs> so minor, but yet it's so painful. Well, just, I mean, someone was watching over you, a little, little miracle there that, uh, that Damon was okay, that you're out safely. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, the house, um, yeah. all, all of that. And of course that's just a, you know, that's a, a whole other story. Do you know what caused the fire, Amber? We do. Um, we had a homemade flower pot in the front of the house, just outside the front door. And we have a security system, so front door, garage kind of areas. And it was actually a cigarette butt that was put out 10 hours prior. Mm. It was put out at 6 p.m. and the fire did not start until 4.13 a.m. That's one tough lesson to learn, isn't it? Absolutely. I And even the fire chief said it's a, very unusual, but it is possible. Well, and we've had them, you know, I know, you know, we've reported on them, you know, here in, in the city and yet yeah, that they, they sit and they smolder for a very, very long time. And yeah, then, then this, this has happened before. Um, oh, I mean, that's, that's just a, a big flag right there for everyone to say, once again, absolutely. don't do that, right? Don't yeah, do that. Absolutely. 
Okay, well, what's what's next for you and and Damon and your and your fiance? Where where are you at uh, right now as far as you know um, where you're living and that sort of thing? Uh, we are currently staying at uh, Colton's parents, just a few minutes outside of Morinville. That's where we will most likely be for quite some time, uh, possibly even up until our house is rebuilt, um, which could potentially be up to a year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. So it's just it just makes sense. It's the easiest for us right now. So. And I hear you're getting married. Yes, we are. <laughs> We're getting married in Mexico in November, and I got the go-ahead, so we are sticking to it. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Um, thank goodness that uh, that uh, you managed to get out. Um, you got out with your life. Yeah, you've got a back injury, but you got out with your life and your son's life, and that is that is really something else. Um, I, I hope those memories uh, fade for you, Amber, because I'm sure that there's, um, you know, you, you've been reliving them, and then people like me call you up and say, hey, will you talk? Will you talk? Will you tell us tell us what happened? So I, I do hope yeah. that things get better for you, but I'm so happy to hear that you and your son are doing okay. Yes, we are doing okay. Okay. Amber, thank you thank so you. much for this. You're welcome. Take thank care you. of yourself. Uh, that is Amber Dyke talking uh, to us. Um, yeah, jumped out of uh, the bedroom window of her house, uh, broke uh, some of the vertebra on her back, but managed to hold on to her seven-month-old son while doing so, and uh, he escaped unscathed. Um, but wow, what a what a warning, what a reminder about. Uh, where to butt out your cigarettes, right? And how dry things are. Don't butt them out in your flower plants. Do not do that. Thanks again to Amber Dyke. Uh, Amber Dyke talking to me uh, out of Mournville where she uh, jumped from her house to save her life, really, her and, and, and her son. Some of your texts coming in saying, yeah, you know what? Uh, there are, this is... Um, a great story to stress the importance of having an evacuation uh, plan. That's Norm who just texted in. And I'm wondering about that. Have you ever talked about that at your house, an evacuation plan in case something happens? I know I have thought about it at our house. I certainly know that I don't think we've ever no, I'm positive. We've actually never discussed it. And, you know, for instance, if something happened at our house, just like at Amber's house, um, our bedrooms, I mean, a lot of bedrooms are up on the second story, and uh, it would be uh, quite the jump down to the ground. And someone else said, you know, two-story houses should have a rope ladder, and you see them, and you can buy them. And I know we've talked about this uh, a long time ago with one of the fire chiefs uh, about that, but have you done this? Do you have a fire evacuation plan? Do you have an evacuation plan in case something happens? Do you have rope ladders at your house, like in the bedroom, to throw out? just in case man oh man but yeah don't butt out your smokes in uh in your planters it's just bad bad news uh, daryl says hey jay uh, mama bear protecting her cub awesome uh awesome story to start the week i mean it's devastating that they lost the house yes she broke her back but she's doing okay now uh they're going to rebuild uh from there so thank you again coming up after three o'clock we're going to talk about blended families with the author of a new book 
and it's called uh, Blissfully Blended BS. The uncomfortable truth about blending families, uh, and that can be a tricky, tricky thing uh, to do. Want to just uh, go back to our top story today as we're watching that uh, fire uh, up north in the high-level uh, area. The uh, the news conference that was just held, we heard that the conditions continue to be really tough, that they continue to be extreme and dynamic is how they've been described. Scott Elliott uh, with uh, the Alberta Wildfire Commander working on that, that there was uh, no major um, breaches of the fire break lines. They continue to uh, work, uh, but the threat of extreme fire conditions has not alleviated. Um, the fire did grow a lot yesterday and they're very concerned about the winds in the area right now. Um, they're saying that they're working very, very hard. The measures put in place have been successful. And as far as getting back, uh, the re-entry plans, and you remember about this with, you know, Fort McMurray and, of course, how, you know, it was it was, it was different given the devastation of what happened in Fort McMurray. Um, but so far, there's been no uh, buildings damaged um, in uh, the high level and uh, area. And you also heard from the chief of the Deneta First Nation speaking as well, talking about the re-entry planning and saying that the safety uh, of the community and the people returning is the utmost priority that uh, and urging people when they do come back that they remain alert that they um, you know follow the fire bans that are in place that they adhere to everything that is in place um, and just also extended his thanks to everybody helping with the evacuees uh, the mayor of high level um, saying that they're doing a lot of consulting that uh, they understand that there's a lot of anxious people out there right now that there's a lot of uh, concern of course you're away from your home you're not sure what is happening you're getting updates you know maybe once or twice a day but again thank everyone uh, for their patience and uh, saying that they need to make sure that the re-entry plan is done right when the time comes and they said it probably um, you know as it stands right now maybe later this week the weather up there spectacularly um, hot you know uh, hot and windy uh, so not getting any break from mother nature yet and that is something that they have said that they do need to have. So we'll keep you updated uh, as always right here on 630 Chad. And again, I had mentioned this in the city. A modified fire ban has been put in place by the city of Edmonton because of the hot, dry conditions and the uh, what the uh, weather forecast looks like. That fire restriction prohibits open burning and fireworks. Now you still can use your backyard fire pits and uh, recreational cook stoves uh, in parks uh, as well, you know, as long as they're used with caution, but backyard fire pits must meet all requirements of the fire pit bylaw. And if you don't know what they are, go to edmonton.ca to check them out.